Real quick before we start the show, just wanted to let you guys know you can get the show two days early by joining our Patreon. Even for a buck, you can listen to the show two days early. Go to patreon.com slash analog talk and we got a bunch of stuff over there. Check it out and uh, yeah, enjoy the episode. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Analog Talk, a film photography podcast. I'm your host, Tim. I'm Chris. And on today's show, we have Benj Story. Hey, Benj. Hi, Benj. Hi, guys. You all right? Thank you for coming to us all the way from the UK. We appreciate it. We're excited to chat with you. But do you mind, uh, before we get started, giving our listeners a background on who you are and how you got into photography? Yeah, sure. So I'm Benj Story, like you guys just said. Oh, <laughs> Benjamin is my full name. Yeah. Um, Benjamin. It's <laughs> a good name. Yeah. It's just a bit long for me to yeah. <laughs> say it all the time. Um, but yeah, I'm 24. I'm from Leeds in the UK, um, which is like... If you don't know England, it's the city next to Manchester is probably the best way okay, to cool. describe it. Um, so everyone knows London. Yep. Manchester is probably the next most popular popular between the two. So it's next to Manchester. Um, and I started photography when I was, God, 16, 17, wow. yeah. I think. Um, but that was like, since I was 16, it's gone from being a hobby to now, mm. like a career in that time um something i didn't plan on doing either so it's just kind of each day's something new but i started when i did art at school yeah um and i could like line draw is like what i can do oh cool i i do like drawings like of animals like hyper realistic oh cool 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 drawings of animals that's what i did and i was taking so long to do my coursework for like the school projects that it would get to near the end of the year and because I was spending like 16 hours on each piece. Oh, wow. Whatever, yeah. It gets to the point where my art teacher was basically told me like you get graded on the entire like sketch pad. Mm. And the assessment was in a couple of months, like the due date, and I literally spilled like 15 pages out of this 45 page sketch pad. Oh, wow. Oh, man. So he was like, do you know you can take photographs to fill, <laughs> fill the gaps? Oh, like, cool. I was like, all right. Um, I borrowed like the school camera and just started snapping away. And um, I'm like, like everyone I speak to who's like creative, they're quite self-critical. So uh-huh. with drawing, I'd finish this piece that I'd literally spent hours on. I'd look at it and be like, yeah. Like all I'd be able to see is like the flaws in it. Right, yeah. right, right. Yeah. Just, I wouldn't be happy with it and the satisfaction just wasn't there because it's like I created this from scratch. Right. And it was just like in your head in your head you just know that it's not perfect still. Mm. And then with photography I was getting the satisfaction of a good draw like a good drawing, let's say. Well like instantly. Yeah. And I didn't have I didn't ever have any feeling of oh it's not finished. Mm. It was like the photograph is taken, like I've edited it and it's like to me that's finished. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, done. yeah. I can't really like spot any flaws in it because it's 
something I've taken and then yeah it's weird um obviously I go back to Reddit photographs but like at the time it was I was happy with what I'd made so I ended up just taking lots of photographs for my school project and then I ended up just really enjoying using a camera and ended up buying one for my 17th or 18th birthday I think I bought myself a camera um which was like a Canon you guys, I think you guys call them like the Rebel T3i, uh-huh. I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's like mm-hmm. a 1200D or whatever. They call it different in the UK. Um, so really entry-level DSLR. Never shot a DSLR, but and just fell in love with taking photographs, I guess. And then I never went to university. So by the time it was getting to the end of... Um, so in the UK, you go to high school. You finish high school when you're 16. And then you have to stay in education until you're 18. Mm. Oh, wow. Whether that's, so whether that's you go to college or you get an apprenticeship, you have to stay in education. You can't just finish at 16 and that's it. Right. Okay. So what happens is most people, I don't want to like broad statement it, but most people <laughs> do sick, um, high school, will go to college, and then when they turn 18, they go straight to university. That's mm. like just what happens. I wasn't studying anything that interested me enough. And I wasn't also someone who I just didn't enjoy learning in that way. I'm quite a visual person. Mm-hmm. I, I like to do things quite like yeah. um, hands-on, like with learning stuff. So like having a teacher saying, speak at me. Mm, yeah. Not to like be like a conspiracy theorist or like sound like <laughs> one, but <laughs> half the time I was just thinking like this teacher's telling me stuff that they only know it because they've probably – read it the night before to plan mm-hmm. the lesson yeah and i'm like oh like i'd be asking questions and they just would be like google it and, you know yeah. wow, wow. <laughs> so it's just like oh that really put me off and then didn't go to university so i was kind of like right what can i do um i alongside working as like photog- a photographer now but before all that i uh worked in retail Super into like my fashion and stuff like that. So I just sell clothes with um, a brand called All Saints as um, like a stylist there. And, oh, cool. Fun. Uh, used to work for Hollister, like places like yeah, that. Like, yeah, Hollister. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and then alongside that, I did, I'll still do, I'm a parkour coach. So if you guys know what parkour or free running is. No way. Like, I do that as like a, like, like my part-time professional, like, the only qualification I have, like a professional qualification, is I'm a parkour free running coach. So wow. So I is it? Where that. are those videos? I wonder if we're gonna see some of that. <laughs> <laughs> I can send you some. They don't make it onto my Instagram as much as they used to. Um, wow. I've got a different account for that now, but yeah. So I started like out, and I'd be one of them. I was one of them guys who like climb buildings. Mm. Wow, okay. wow! 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 So, wow! Yeah. So. I used to climb these buildings, jump around on the rooftops and stuff, and I'd bring my camera and then take photographs of the skyline of like the city where I'm from, London. Cool. And then that started to get like a bit of traction on like, Instagram. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I could probably take photographs. Like it got to the point where I realized I had my camera all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you end up just mixing with the like-minded people i guess and all of them were either were older than me so obviously i'm 24 people think i'm way older than i am mm. yeah quite a lot of the time 
Uh, I had someone literally last week um, assume that I was 30. <laughs> like, <laughs> whoa, uh, slow down. <laughs> I thought, like, can we... Yeah, yeah, yeah back it up, back it up. Yeah, so that ran that in a little bit. Um, <laughs> but all my peers are late 20s, early, really early 30s, even mm. some of my close friends, like 40 now. Uh, I don't really associate with many people my age. Mm. So, which was helpful because of the fact of like finishing sixth form college and not having a plan to go to university. Mm. I was like, I need a job now. Like, right, right. And getting a job, obviously, without a qualification or anything like that is quite hard. So, and obviously, not knowing what I wanted to do. So, I started just hanging around with these people who took photographs and then um, I'd end up just taking lots of photographs of stuff I liked. And it'd be like, oh, my friend. And I'd be like, oh, let's organize just going out and taking photographs of you in this hoodie. Mm. And then I'd tag it on Instagram. And then next mm-hmm. thing you know, the brand was like, could you actually do that for us? Oh, oh nice. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, oh. Like, and that's what I didn't like. Instagram obviously has helped with where I'm at now quite a lot. But back then I had like 3,000 followers. like, And that was all just off me climbing buildings. So, <laughs> yeah, weird. Um, and then... <laughs> It was just oh, it's so weird to think back, but I ended up just being like, right, I'm going to commit to doing this like photography thing. Obviously, I had this Canon. I got a 50 mil lens. Mm-hmm. Like the cheap, the cheap 50 yeah, mil. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yep. 50, 50. That was it. That was it. My kit. In fact, that lens was my professional. Like, I was using that lens on like fashion campaigns up until like a few months ago. Wow. And, uh, Killer. Because uh, of like film photography took over and I was like shooting just film, but and like neglected my digital side for mm-hmm. a few years but yeah and then i got to the point where i was like commit and i'm quite a proactive person so i got to the point i was emailing like cold emailing just like dropping pretty much every business in my local town the next town pretty much every business i would want to take photographs for within a 20 mile radius i'd emailed them <laughs> and, um, like when you're emailing like 100 businesses like a few reply yeah 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 and then it just like slowly got to the point where i was taking way way more photographs and um i kind of burnt out i started not enjoying photography Mm. because it was just like i'd end up only taking photographs going on trips or holidays or um do you when you when you go out with your friends like oh like i want to go out and take some photographs with my friend quite a lot of the um the people you see on my scene in my photographs which are like modeling are not mm. models, they're just my friends. Hmm. And it's we've gone out and I've been like, oh, I'd love to take some photographs of you. Yeah, of. yeah. But then I just started to not enjoy it. And then the film, worst. film happened. Like, yeah. film photography. Film happened. Yep. Revives everybody's soul, I feel like, when people mm-hmm. are just like, I don't want to do it anymore, I'm over it. Film's like, wait, look how beautiful I am over here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Come over here. Yeah. <laughs> it was so, um, well, actually quite a big part of why I kind of shifted to film. Is so I'm colorblind, right? Oh no, kidding! Well, I'm not like I'm not black and white colorblind. Yeah, it's just yeah, like yeah. If it's like blue, purple, I can't tell the difference. Right. Red, orange, green, brown. It's, it's all of the like. So usually people are like red, green. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, usually one. I'm all of them, but I'm oh, not no. black and white. Wow. So, okay. Um, I was getting picked up quite a bit on like my digital edits being the colors not being quite right mm. in the edit <laughs> yeah. or something like that. Like not wrong, but just like. 
didn't really like look like that too much. I was like, all right, I could just that's change so interesting. It not, yeah, not in it. And then I start. I shot film for someone, and I thought the courts were weird. Yeah, <laughs> and they said, no, and they said nothing. So, <laughs> so I was like, oh, we were onto something here, and it was just a way for me to like not not have to worry about mm. or if my like color blindness is affecting the work I'm putting out because obviously films the colors are pretty much yeah like, they're kind the of filming like it's in, in, in the, yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah so yeah you could all of them but I don't even when I'm like editing like scans and stuff now I don't touch the color yeah tab um so that was refreshing um I got my first little I actually have it somewhere but an antique shop in um Scotland, like in the Highlands. Oh. Scottish Highlands went up for a family trip. Wow. This antique shop, there was a practica, some sort of practica. It was real beat up. Um but the woman was like she <laughs> the woman was like it basically laughed because she was like she just wound it on and clicked it and she went, Yeah it works. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. <laughs> Obviously not doing this about film. And she said gave me two rolls of Kodak Gold, I remember that at the time. Man, that's so cool. She sold me this camera with a 50mm lens and two rolls of film for £25. Nice. Wow. Which I was like, this is just not going to work. And then I shot it and I was like, <laughs> wow. You know, like, yeah. Like, it was bad. It was bad. But I was like, this is cool. Like, I could vibe with this. And then for a long time, I was in the mindset of film photography, the, the images you're going to get from it are bad. I don't yeah. know why I had that mindset, huh. but like, I was like, it's film, it's outdated, the results yeah, are going to be yeah. outdated. Like, yeah. I had in my mind, like, a, a film was the equivalent of like a two megapixel camera mm-hmm. in my brain. <laughs> Isn't yeah. that crazy? Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's how like, clueless I was about it. And then I started to like learn a lot more about how to expose, what I'm metering for. And I learned a lot about photography and how to shoot like way more in the first couple of years actually, like well the first year of shooting film I did uh, oh it held that was lockdown as well I might add that oh so I yeah 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 and like it probably through lockdown just in the house and rather like on walks and stuff yeah no better time no better time I to know. learn than during that <laughs> yeah oh god yeah that was yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so weird like yeah yep. Yep. Um, that whole face um, it's like a blank spot um, mm-hmm. but yeah and then slowly got into it more. Didn't really want to invest into a camera. Like, so at this time I was like, still, this is not going to be it. Like, this is a fun thing on the side. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I started to watch YouTube videos. I think it was like Samuel Elkins. Yep. Yeah. Same. His videos back in the day were like quite film photography heavy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I can't remember, I've like stumbled onto him. I don't really watch too much YouTube, even though I make YouTube videos myself. I, <laughs> I like watch a few people, but I don't really like find myself in YouTube rabbit holes watching cats at 2 a.m. Like that, that's not me. <laughs> wow, um, you just called but, me out right there. I know. I was like, that's <laughs> Timothy. <laughs> uh, it's all good. Out it. Out it into the world. So sorry. Um, it's all good. But he posted a video once so asked, it shot, I think it was like a medium format or something like that. And I was like, wow, like, that's surely that's not like film. Like, watching videos like that, kind of like, all right, I'm going to invest in a camera. So I got a Canon A1. Yeah. Which, great camera. 28mm. Oh, yeah. I love the 28. 28. 
That's what's on mine yeah. too. I have a 28 on my Canon A1. Yes. And I was just like, the first roll I got back, for, I, I picked it up for like £120, the whole mm-hmm. kit. Yeah. Um, and the first roll I got back from that, I was like, wow. Mm. My edit, I was obviously not enjoying editing, shooting digital either, because it was just hurting my head. Cool. Yeah. Otherwise, and so much work. Yeah. I got the scans in. I was like, right, so they're finished. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, oh, this is, this is it. And then I started to play around with them a little bit. I was like, all right, that's taken me. 30 seconds to edit mm-hmm. this photograph to be what I'd like it to look like. Let's look into this film thing a little bit more. Um, and then YouTube was a great help. Like, I literally just remember Googling film photography mm. on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. um, then I was introduced to people like Willem and yeah. um, Corey, uh, yeah. Joe Greer. Like, literally, every, there was everyone from America. There was no English people like shooting film apart from George. Um, right, George. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, this is, I'm obviously like, is this just not a UK thing? Like, <laughs> don't you think it's just something else? I was like, like, is this why I can't, like, if I go to like a camera shop like Jessup's, it's like a main camera shop in the UK. So if I go to that, am I, is this why I can't buy film cameras there? Mm. Like, is it? <laughs> and then, yeah. Learned a lot from them. Just learned that it's not in, like a, like, even though it is an outdated format, I, like, educated myself. I was like, it's an outdated format, but it's also a format that's been used for the last 80 years. Yeah. And it's and it has been perfected by, like, scientists. Mm-hmm. So the results are, like, the best you can get from it. I was like, right, so this is it. And then I'm quite into, like, history and stuff. And obviously working, like, in fashion and being interested in fashion, I started to look down the old... Vogue magazine, like all the Patagonia photo shoots from like yeah the 80s and being like, holy, like that's shot film, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So they are like fully hooked. Yeah, it has its way of sticking its hooks in you. and Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Man. It's just, uh, it's just one thing after another, like you find out, like you might only shoot portrait mm-hmm. 400 and get to a point where you know how that works. Mm-hmm. And then be happy like you'll know that if this light's hitting that that's how it's, the colors might come out and like right. that's how the shadows will render or whatever and then you'll switch to Kodak like gold mm-hmm. and it's just like oh so this is basically like shooting a new camera right yep. like, yeah it's, yep. it's like that's how I'd compare it to be like me shooting Canon and Sony like mm-hmm. that's like how a film stock can change how you shoot the whatever you're shooting um, from what I've seen or experienced so yeah it's just I'm still like getting my like, toes into it, I feel. I'm quite like at the surface with it. It's endless. It, there's so much stuff to mm-hmm. learn. Like I still find that, I mean, being into it for, you know, back into it for, you know, what, 10 or 12 or however many years it's yeah. been since I've been back into shooting film. There's just, and there's so much that has kind of vanished, which is so sad. Like just, you know, all the different filters that they would use for certain things and dark room stuff. I mean, it's just endless. And I really hope that it's archived well where it doesn't go away forever yeah. type situation. Mm-hmm. It, it does scare me a little bit at times. Yes. Yeah, they like the whole dark room thing. I was actually so in in the UK, the lab I use called Take It Easy. I'm actually got I'm actually wearing their t shirt the nice. <laughs> Uh, they're like a sister co-company in Nottingham and in there you can do darkroom printing and oh, it's sweet. a working darkroom oh, yeah. but 
it's a color and black and white dark room. We've got everything. Mm. And a few months ago, they invited me down to go and use their like services and darkroom print. And that is something that is a whole side of film photography. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's 2023, like who does that themselves, right. you know? Like, yeah. I wouldn't even know where to buy any of that equipment, yet alone find it. So it'll just unlock this whole other love for shooting film, like printing it yourself and just the process of it. Like there's so many different avenues. Like I yep. want to get into doing large format. Yeah, 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 but yeah, just yeah. haven't had the time to even think about how I'd start doing that. Yeah, and it was just so cool to print. I would love to see your work on on large format. Yeah, like an 8 by 10 or oh, something. Yeah. <laughs> it's how like with how lush and I mean your work just has such a like a cohesive it, it all looks like you you know what I mean you you look at your Instagram yeah. and it just they, it all looks so good like if you look at my Instagram I'm all over the place <laughs> so it's <laughs> it's just yours has really got a good you know I would love to see that on like eight by ten or even four by five mm-hmm. yeah I had a question Benj how much of your is your is your commercial work still mostly film or or I mean digital or have you kind of like brought film into that aspect of your work as well i have kind of brought film heavily into my like commercial stuff oh fantastic especially for shooting like fashion because brands like it Mm. and also for for me as someone who's giving them like a deliverable amount of imagery it kind of got rid of i used to have it where i'd be on a shoe and they see you take hundreds of photographs yeah 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 (laughs) and then you send them 50 and they're like where you took like a thousand. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, ah. Um, whereas <laughs> about that, those yeah, are crap. Here's the good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas, like with film, it's like they know it's not an infinite amount. Interesting. Um, and for what I've found, it's like, I mean, I'll give them everything. Like, yeah, they can yeah, have yeah. It all like thirty-seven from I like if you load in or ten from medium format. It's like, yeah, <laughs> just give them all. Um, and then it found out like. Uh, my most recent ones sometimes if they um if there was a photograph that just didn't come out then that's just gone yeah but i'll be sending on average nine out of ten frames from medium format to like a client and they'll love them all it's just like again it comes to like it's finished yeah 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 yeah, yeah. like it's done you know i wonder too if that like you know, for, for everybody else involved, like creative directors, you know, all these people, when you're like, here's your 15 images or whatever, if they're like, oh, great. Like they they don't need to, they also don't need to go through, you know, 60, yeah. 70 Hundreds images, of, yeah. you know? Yeah. 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 And obviously everyone will say like film photography slows you down mm-hmm. and the fashion work I do on medium format, I use my RB67. Yeah. Which is a nice. big, like, yeah, yeah, slow yeah, camera. Yeah. It's a chunker, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And because it's more slow, then it's, you put thought into it and you just know not when to not take the photograph. It's like the right. main thing. So then every photograph you, you are taking because you're getting paid to do it is like, you know, that's like, you know, that's a magazine where they like, they mm. can have yeah. that. That's going on their website. Whereas, I mean, sometimes with 30 by 5 mils, if I'm shooting that, like, commercially, I will just shoot stuff, and I'll shoot it, and I'll be like, uh-huh. I've, ru- I've rushed that, like, they're not going to use that. Mm. But with yeah. medium format, it's like, every single one's so, let me kill it, it'll take me, it could take me an hour, maybe, to, t- or to take one frame. Wow, mm. wow, 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 if wow. If we're out, because I'll be stood, I'll get every- the model set, will be at the location, 
I'll be looking at the viewfinder. I'll be like, something is not it right, right here. Yeah, like, yeah. And I'm not. I'm quite confident in terms of like if I'm not happy with something, I'll say it. Especially yeah. if it's me that's doing the job. Right. So I'm not. I'm not shy of being like, yeah, I'm not taking that. You mm. know, like when when you have people on set, do do people are people just because I've I you know I've been on in situations where like you know you're just shooting and shooting and shooting and i feel like it's to appease everybody who's around you know you know like and then you know you're showing them here's what we got and you're like you know you know that there's like a few really like stellar ones in there but like you had to shoot all this other stuff just so people think that you're like doing this thing you know what i mean Mm. like yeah when you're when i can't i would love to be on set where you're like this isn't it and like just like making it perfect and like getting the getting the shot and like are people what's that energy like on set are people like what's this guy doing or or they just kind of trust you completely <laughs> it's weird i'm quite like laid back i'm quite like mm-hmm. calm person i'm quite jokey as well so i won't be like this yeah. is not it yeah 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 um i also i'd be, I'd be like i'd be like yeah guys the, like, the vibe is not here yeah bad vibes bad vibes yeah i'm like I'm not gonna lie to you guys I could take this photograph, you could pay for it, but you won't use it. So right. mm-hmm. we'll do something else, you know? I'll be like, oh, like, tell them how it is, but in a jokey way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like not confrontational or anything like that. And that's cool. It's just like, I mean, sometimes if I'm not too keen on it with the RB, I literally will let them look down the viewfinder and be mm. like, see that there? Yeah. That is what it'll look like. It'll just be. A little bit warmer because it's on God and gold. Right, so, yeah, right. Yeah. You know, <laughs> um, and they'll be like, ah, yeah, maybe not that. Um, but most people are quite um, happy with it. And like uh, you said, Chris, about like, you'll know you like had it literally today. And um, I was shooting in like a restaurant. You know, you got sh- your shots straight away when you sit mm-hmm. shooting digital. Like if you're prepared to be there for. To get, I don't know, if it's like by the hour, then obviously you kind of have to stay there for that time. Right. But if you've been paid for X amount of imagery, if you're confident you've got that imagery in like half an hour to an hour. Right. Let me go home. You end up just, you end up just, you end up just shooting <laughs> uh-huh. to please other people and yeah. not for the job, in my opinion. So it's, yeah, I just, film just allows me to bring, I always, it's like, They'll pay for X amount of roles. I'll be like, look, with this amount of roles, you'll get this many photographs. Mm-hmm. So they know straight off the bat that oh, that's cool. the body of work they're going to be getting. They're not. They're not seeing me take I don't know five thousand photographs and fill up an SD card and then right. only and then them only get like four. Especially if you're shooting like tethered with a oh, stylist yeah. Chris's or something favorite, like that. Tethered. I hate it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, here as well because yeah. you'll shoot tethered, and then um, there'll be someone like a stylist. He'll see one shot, mm-hmm. and they'll take a photograph it on their on their phone of the screen. You'll deliver the images to them, and they'll be like, "Hold on a minute, that one I yeah, that one I like is not there." And you're like, "Well, like which one was yeah. it?" Now you have to like which go one? figure it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, films. I don't know. I'm quite picky and choosy with who I work for as well. Sure. So yeah. I don't just like work for anyone and turn quite a few things down because I don't I just know that they're gonna be a bit pushy, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want it I like my shoots, it when I'm doing portraits, commercial stuff, like camp like fashion campaigns. I'm like, you know, this is like this is it, we'll get it 
you know, just relax. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just it's just trusted people to do the mm-hmm. jobs. I think. I feel like the industry is changing in that way a little bit too. Like a lot of people are being like, this is the way we're going to do it now. And they're like, Oh, okay. Like there's, there's no tether. You're just going to, you're going to get the images sent to you presented nicely and then you could do whatever. Yeah. Kind of changing the game. I was shooting tethered in a studio. They insisted I was like plugged in. I ended up being like, I stuck back, stuck back and looked. Only the person who was there was like the makeup artist at that point. Everyone else who was involved had gone. <laughs> so I was like, why do I need to? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I literally have just seen the photograph I've taken through the eyepiece. Right. Why do I need to see it again on a MacBook? Right. So I was like, yeah, right. Unblown. Yeah, yep. yeah, get out of here. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't like to be attached to a laptop. God. <laughs> <sighs> So how how did you get into medium format? What what uh, prompted that? Was it just kind of trial and error, or uh, it, honestly, it was just a, I felt like a whim. So I was shooting the Canon A one thirty five mil, and then I went into the and the camera store, and I had a Yashica mat like one twenty four G. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was like, that looks cool. Like that, if you were to before I started shooting film, if you were to show me a picture, I'll say like draw a film camera, it would yeah. be there. Like yeah. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I was like, oh my God, as if they still exist. Because to me, that was like a museum piece. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ancient. Time, you know? yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was fully showing like my, my youth here. I was like, mm, <laughs> that's a bit too too old. Shot it. And I was like, wow, the detail on this. And how, I don't even know if it's true, but I just felt like it was metering different 35 as well. And how it was just how the fall off of the focus was just, I mean, just really beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Just nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It made me think that um, 35 mil was a bit clinical and sharp. Mm-hmm. And like with, I think, I think the lowest it was would stop down was like 3.5, which like most digital photographers are like 1.8. Yeah. Yeah. 1.2, 1.4. Yeah. Whereas yeah, I was like, "Oh, this camera shoots f four, so <laughs> we'll roll with it." Um, yeah. So I got into that, and then quickly fell out of love with square format, mm. and just interesting didn't. It's not a pleasing thing to look at, and um, like obviously this is a podcast, but I'm looking at you guys now. Like, <laughs> if you guys were in squares, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, how <laughs> less pleasing would that be to look at? So, um, I was like, right. And I also just thought, like, I think there's a, I think there's a ninety mil on that lens. I think that's mm. something like that. It's built in. I just felt like I was missing stuff out of my frame, mm. and I was shooting it not in landscapes. So I didn't shoot landscapes a bit. I was just shooting it in my area and the twenty eight mil like wide. And I love that. I was like, this is a bit like. I felt like I was wasting film on images where I, like it was too tight. Yeah, yeah. When and you're not seeing square. it, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I was like, right, uh, <laughs> <laughs> back to the camera store, and they literally just got an RB67 in. So I like held it, and I was like, what the hell is this? Like, why would you want this? Like, what's it for? And mm. the guy was like, oh, it's an old studio camera. Like, these things belong on a tripod. I was like, mm. interesting. Went home, did buy it, went home, researched it, and I'm like, oh, this is cool. And then yeah. I think I stumbled on, I think it was Willem or someone did like a video one, and he was just cutting around, I think it was like somewhere in New York. And mm-hmm. I was like, this guy's in the streets of this like studio thing, this is yep. cool. eBay, went on, 
it was like still it was like triple triple x like mint excellent condition from oh Japan. yeah i love their little wow. you know, a plus 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 five yeah 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 yeah, yeah. So, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 i was like seems legit <laughs> 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 so i bought it um as it was actually perfect i still use it now nice um, nice amazing and yeah then six by seven just took it over but yeah. then obviously for like my landscape stuff like i've carried my Mamiya like halfway up month long like yeah up mountains that's, like, that's... it's just like <laughs> horrific so i re- recently just before christmas picked up the Mamiya 7 Oh, oh yeah, there you go. There yeah. you go. <laughs> a little more compact. So, no, I am, yeah. I am I am the sick I am the landscape photographer now. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Myself is completely <laughs> I was talking to Timothy before we hopped on, like your work is, you know, the 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 commercial work and the the landscape photography, but both are you know, obviously amazing and, and stunning. But that your landscape stuff really pulls you in. Yeah. Um it does. is that what you feel gets the most joy for you or or Oh god, yeah. Yeah, you can almost yeah, kind of tell. That, like, like, yeah, like my first. So I don't know how I got you. Got, well, you guys know that you can. I live quite close to the Yorkshire Dales, which mm. is like a national park here. And in there, we've got I want to call them mountains, big hills. Let's say <laughs> water, like waterfalls, and um, forests, just massive like mm. rolling landscapes. Yeah, uh, the classic like English landscape that like you guys yeah. might think. Mm-hmm. And that is not even kidding. Fifteen minutes drive from where I am. Oh, oh beautiful! Yeah, so dream. when I, yeah, so when I got into shoot like photography back when I was sixteen, seventeen, and I was going out to these places to photograph them, and it was what I started to photograph first. Like I'd go on dedicated trips to take photographs in the Yorkshire Dales. Mm. So my like early love and understanding of how to work a camera came from shooting landscapes, um, and then it's kind of gone into more like portraits, and then. In the last couple of years, it's gone back to landscapes, and I'm really enjoying it. Where I'm at at the minute, just yeah, I travel again. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Obviously, like a bit, I'm a bit older now, so I can travel more confidently by myself. And right, yes, just landscapes are the way. You know, I just like the mountains, especially like I love the environment. Being up there, like not just obviously it's a beautiful place that you see in, mm-hmm. but the atmosphere of like the people in these places mm. it's just like tenfold better than what yeah. you're gonna see from yeah. wow like every like you walk past the wild trail they're gonna say hi to you and if you've mm-hmm. got a camera out they're gonna be like oh what are you what are you shooting or like they're like oh i'm using like a whatever and it was like oh cool and then especially now we're shooting film like you just get stopped on the trails you have like mm-hmm. conversations with like all these experienced alpine hikers who I'm like, oh, as if I had that camera like 30 years ago. Like, yeah. what the hell is it doing up here? And you're like, yeah, it's, it still works, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so how do you, do you weave that in? Is that, so is that more personal work driven or hmm. is, are you weaving that into, you know, your commercial work as well? Like how, how does that work? Yeah. So landscapes is, it's helped me a lot with like getting travel related work. Okay. So I did okay. a job in 2021 with Olympus, and they sent us to Iceland for 10 days to use their micro four-thirds, whatever it is, mm-hmm. like their camera and do landscape images where they stitch. It's like it takes 50 photographs and then stitches them together. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. 
So I was doing that with them. Um, and some of my friends was there as well. Like we were doing it all group work thing. And then recently last year we did Madeira. Went to visit, uh, with, visit Madeira. So like the Portugal tourism board mm. like wow. sent us out there. Um, wow. And on that trip I was, my deliverables were 90% film on that one. Amazing. Um, which was, I, I was like, I don't know, I had these pinch myself moments all the time. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's such a win. Yeah. Yeah, so I was in the Dolomites two weeks ago and we were hiking on these trails and we all just stopped and we just stood there and like as if this is where we are. Yeah. yeah. We're like, like, whoa. And film helps that. Film photography. We were all shooting film. We didn't like, when I'm out hiking, my phone isn't in my pocket. It's at the bottom of my back. Like, yeah. As far oh, as I, I love can that. get. I love it. And then we all just stood there. Like there was no phones, just like film cameras, but obviously you're not going to be sat looking at the back of your screen on them. Right. Yeah. And we were just stood there just taking in this landscape <laughs> and this just, without sounding like a hippie, just like living almost. Yes, yes, yes. I love it. And it's just <laughs> such, it's just such, uh, I, that's what I enjoy most when I do the landscapes is that feeling. And obviously, when you get back, you get your film back, you're like, oh, I've got some mm. good photographs yeah. from it. But it's more the feeling of just being out there and in them places, which is what drives me to, to go there. And I think mm. the photographs are a bit of a byproduct from that like high I get from being just disconnected. Amazing. I mean, that's the dream. That's the dream right I know. there. Man. Yeah, it was until threads. <laughs> yeah, I know threads. <laughs> I know, I'm a, man. And I glued to my foot. Uh huh. I know. Me too. <sighs> Jeez. <God. laughs> so I thought they weren't ruling that out for the UK. I guess they they are. So uh, apparently, it's oh, not yeah. in Europe though. Oh okay. Oh okay. So it's just the UK, I think, and the US at the moment. Oh, cool. Well, good. Well, not good, but good, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah, it's been crazy. Like, I didn't realize that your Instagram following, like, it automatically follows people. Yep. Like, yeah. I didn't realize they're connected. So. I don't think I put that setting. I need to go back See, and that figure was that perfect. out. They did that perfectly with that. I think that's a that smart out. idea, and I didn't realize that. I, I think I just kind of X'd out of it. I don't know why. So I'm just like, I had to turn all notifications off of Fred because it was just like, uh-huh. Everyone was downloading yeah. it. Bop, 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 bop. Like, yeah, any any one of the people who follow me on Instagram, if they've downloaded Fred, they instantly followed me on that. I'm like, just getting like yep. by yeah, yep, all these notifications. I'm just like, right, let's just. It actually froze yesterday. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, let's turn this off. So what? Uh, what? What do you think? It's it's. What, what, do you think it's going to take off? Do you think it's going to be something, or do you think it's just going to be two weeks and we're going to be bored with it? We'll see. You never know with these social media that pop up. I think it could be. I mean, Twitter's gone. Now, yeah, I, I agree. I don't have I social media. I don't have Facebook. I don't have Twitter. I don't have Snapchat. I'm not like I have Instagram. Yep. And LinkedIn. That yep. is it. Yeah. And I don't know if you count LinkedIn threads. as social media. <laughs> <laughs> and I've got friends, and from what I could tell, I feel like it could be a new it's something I'm putting a bit of time into because I missed the TikTok mm-hmm. thing. Okay, so I don't want to be caught out because uh, I am. I'm trying to say obviously, but my Instagram is growing, and like I'm yeah, 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 making YouTube videos. I want to 
keep pushing in that direction. So I don't want to miss like the TikTok trend mm-hmm. or the hype of TikTok. Yep. Um, because everyone I know who got on TikTok at the start, like some of them do it as a job now. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's crazy. And then thread, because it's linked to Instagram, it's just going to be one of them. And I've already seen results coming through on my like Instagram. So like my following oh, yesterday cool. actually jumped up quite a bit compared to what it would usually oh interesting like an average day of growth let's say it hmm. i gained an extra like maybe 100 followers yesterday oh, which wow. i was could guarantee was all through threads yeah threads. yeah i am excited to to share the photos on there kind of like when twitter was fun for me it was when like there was like a little photo community there which i feel like everybody's kind of stopped posting photos there too mm-hmm. so I mean, from what I can tell, the they kind of maybe like thought about like photos need to be better here than they are on Twitter, yeah. you know. So the photos that I've seen look so good. I'm like, all right, maybe I'll start posting work over here. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, they don't crop it on threads. Yeah, so that's all we ask for. Don't crop our photos. Yeah, I got a lot of work which has not seen the light of day on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Same, it's not gonna fit my Instagram. Mm-hmm. Like you said before, you 100%. see it, it all looks yeah, it's, cohesive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not going to fit on there. It's not, it's not yeah. got home for it. So it's going to be a nice place. It's dumb. Mm-hmm. See, and I miss that. I miss that too because, you know, I always kind of used Instagram as like a portfolio or, you know, just a just to show my work. I never really expressed any words in the boxes. You know, I might explain what yeah. I shot it on or, you know, a right. song lyric or something or, you know, <laughs> how we do Instagram. And then it, I, I really enjoyed Twitter because you can, you know, make a funny joke you can let something out that you've been holding in you know yeah. twitter was a cool space to to kind of diary or word vomit or whatever mm-hmm. the word is and you know now that's how i feel with this i feel like i can i don't have to worry so much of like like collating my work like making sure that every photo is my yeah. best photo yeah. i can right, right. you know kind of use it as a little diary again and keep instagram as much as i don't really use i mean i still go on instagram and look at stuff but i don't post on there anymore just because the algorithm stuff changed so much that nothing was being seen by i felt like anybody anymore so Mm -hmm. it was i don't know i don't know i'm interested to see what threads does i'm that's what it becomes i think because my instagram like i think i've got like just over thirty thousand mm-hmm. like followers on there now. Mm-hmm. That's not me, you know. Like it's a social mm-hmm. media that, but that isn't me on there. Yeah, yeah. Like it is. Right. Like it's my work, but yeah, none of the people will know what my personality is like. None right. of them will know even really what my face is like. And this year was one of my actual goals to make ways to go a bit more like personal. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And um, so it's not just because I didn't like how people were just like knowing me for for like the photograph like the main one was like oh like i took a picture of a highland cow which it's a beautiful shot too yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> thank you yeah but like kodak shared it and i had messages being like literally messages i mean they're not the nicest it would be like when are you posted more are you gonna post more highland cows i'm only here for the highland cows <laughs> I'm, like, wow. I'm like i am way more than a yep cow photographer Uh (laughs) there's actually a person here so yeah interesting i started to do that i started to show my face on it a bit more and now this threads is like i could actually i keep my opinions to myself i wouldn't share them on there yeah but 
I will joke on that. I can joke. Like I was joking yeah, with yeah. Corey and Joe yesterday about who would win in a bare knuckle fight between Willem and Joe. Like, <laughs> yeah. I like that's the sort of stuff where if you were to put that on Twitter or whatever, that'd be like people wouldn't see that. That's a funny side. I don't think. Yeah. Like, right, right. But like on Instagram, I wouldn't be able to just write that in a comment. You know. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So okay. it's, yeah, it's funny. Be myself a little bit more. It always reminds me of Alex Soth. He, I think it's in his Magnum course, he talks about that he had gained some success early in his career with shooting uh, sheep photos, of like shooting all yeah, these photographs yeah, yeah. of sheep. And he was like, mm-hmm. I didn't want to be the sheep guy. Sheep guy. <laughs> so I had to like, you know, I had to change my directory, my trajectory. That's hilarious. Yeah. yeah. I have saying that, but I posted the highly cow photograph on threads today. So, <laughs> yes, yes. I was like, this needs to be on here as well, just so people like, I don't know, if people get lost on the way, like, they're not uh-huh. that guy. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm the cow guy. I'm the cow guy, but I also don't want to be him. So. Yes. Yeah. Oh, man. Step that. Accept it sometimes. <laughs> I was going to say one more question before we break off to our listener question part. How did you get involved with like like a UK and all that yeah. stuff? Timothy, you read my mind. <laughs> that was the question I that stuff to ask. is. I love seeing that on your Instagram, man. Yeah. Yeah. That is weird. So I, film photography wise, it was not, I felt like I went into it a bit too fast. So I, when I planned to go to Iceland. So I've been to Iceland three times, but mm, I feel like I've said this. Jealous. I went back in. Yeah, 20, in 2019, like the winter before COVID, I did like a solo travel trip. I went to, I think I spent like a month in California, went up to Banff in Canada, oh, did nice. New York, yeah, went to Iceland. And then 2020, in fact, 2021, it was weird. I went to Iceland back to back. So me and my girlfriend at the time, we wanted to come to the States, but your travel restriction hadn't lifted yet. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, okay. And Iceland was a green country, which is like you could travel to there as long as you'd had a test or whatever. And so I was like, all right, we'll go there. This is cool. And by that point, I was really heavily shooting film. I had my A1 and Mamma Mia's Abbey. But my A1 had this thing where Jake, the, the A1 cough. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the yep. shutter. Yeah, the shutter squeal. Yeah, mine has yep. it right now. <laughs> yeah, the shutter squeal and just... If it was cold, some things just won't work. Mm. Um, stereotypical, like UK, like it was cold at the time. So <laughs> um, it just wasn't working. And I went, I hadn't really heard much about Leicas or what they were, but I researched into it briefly. It was like this camera's known for its durability and it's mm-hmm. a camera that very rarely will break unless mm-hmm. there's like a catastrophic failure. It's going to sound so bad. I, didn't have enough money to buy it, but I wanted it that much that I was like mm-hmm. to my parents, I was like, this can be my birthday Christmas present for the next five years. <laughs> yeah. Um, Smart. Can I also, yeah, but I was also like, can I also use your credit card to buy it? <laughs> <laughs> and to be fair, I did end up paying them off and buying it outright. Man, some awesome parents. Yeah. Yeah, that was, uh, I mean, it was like, I don't even think, I think it was like a part of a bank loan. So like they paid off some of their bank loan. I was like, you may as well just put it on that same loan. So I was like, all right, cool. Right. Um, <laughs> so I was very lucky. My parents have been really supportive in terms of that. Um, and I got the Voigtlander 28 mil for it. And it was like, yeah, this is going to be my camera for this trip. 
used it in Iceland, didn't have any issues with it. And then didn't even still at that point, I don't even think I followed like it on anything. Got back, started posting my work on Instagram, tagged Leica in the captions and stuff like that. And then, yeah, they just started sharing my work. And then mm. it got to the point where last year, on average, I featured on their page pretty much it averaged once a month. Oh, wow. Um, and then Big Leica, whoever they are, like Leica Camera on Instagram. I was scrolling through the stories one day and I was like, oh, look, that's my photograph. Like, <gasps> Leica Camera have shared it. Um, on the story because when they share story things they don't tag people mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's just yeah. like they put the photograph on there it's like oh my god that's fine so I messaged them being like thanks for sharing it and then got a few like an email correspondence and I was on like the not the like a main page on their Instagram which is like the biggest audience I'd ever mm-hmm. seen had my work yeah. wow, put wow, in wow, front wow. of and then after that it was like like in Japan like like a career wow. like it's like a domino effect with them. So if you get shared by one, all of them use the same co- like pool of content, you could say. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, like UK have just been, like our relationship has grown quite a lot since that of the last year. So I can, like, will give me a lens to use. Oh, yeah. Like, um, if I ask nicely, I'd be like, oh, I'm going to, like, the Dolomites, for example. Do you have any spare kit laying around? And they're like, oh, yeah, we've got, this lens, do you want to borrow it for the week? I'm like, yeah, cool. Like, because mm. <laughs> I like, well, I, I still shoot on the Voidland at 28 mil. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. great lens. Yeah. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't have the finances to be able to afford to buy like a glass. Um, me either. Like, not many people do, to be fair, but they're really supportive in like helping me with that. And in fact, when I went to Madeira, they gave me the M11. Oh, Ooh. sweet. Which was crazy i was like didn't expect that um, yeah. and it was really cool because like for them they get to see like an m6 m11 like digital film comparison mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. yeah workshop on that so it's kind of like a relationship now where they get imagery and i get to use, use the, some gear the yeah. Stuff. yeah yeah it's amazing that's great yeah they're really really kind just yeah it's weird <laughs> i don't know <laughs> yeah it's great yeah, that's a great crew to have in your in your in your arsenal mm-hmm. if if needed yeah, when needed. Totally. Yeah, yeah, the like stuff really. I could earn my film photography following and kind of name to like it. Wow. Uh, without like without their support and then putting my work out there. Yeah. Like that's the reason like Kodak and Fujifilm is because they'll have seen it on Leica's thing and like. Life magazine follow me, and wow. they have said they that's huge. They saw me th- through, yeah. And I was like, "What the hell?" Yeah. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> again, it's weird. But then again, they were like, "Oh, we saw you through like his stuff." So cool. it's like, man, that nice. Just that, I don't know. It's like, like it doing it again. They're always doing yeah. It. They're Love doing them. it. They're just such a supportive brand. Yes, to yeah. me anyway. I mean, yeah. I don't know any other camera companies that are that supportive like i shot canon i shoot canon still yeah for all of my commercial stuff i have never even messaged or spoke to anyone right. who works at canon yeah yeah so they're like the yeah. they're like you know the, the the they're they're just reach is too big like 
Yeah. You know, there's, there are people, like too many people are shooting cannon to, to, to where they, they could even like, you know, imagine like having, being responsible, like, okay, like find some people in the community to like have relationships yeah. with. It's like, where do I start? You know? Yeah. And I think with like a UK, obviously I'm quite young mm-hmm. and that might be like a benefit to me to have like, or to them, like they might, mm-hmm. might see it as a good market employer right, that right, I'm sure. younger and it's a different audience that I'm probably yeah. connecting with. For sure. You'll get, um, some, you'll get some more eyes obviously, on there. like in the UK, there's not many like, film photographers that are like, I mean, there's a lot, but there's not that, uh, um, I don't know, shooting with a Leica or mm-hmm. going to like the Dolomites to right, right, right. Um, shoot it. It's quite, there's like loads of film photographers in the UK, but they're all like a, quite like a student-y. Mm-hmm. level like point and shoots and stuff like that there's not many people that are off what i can tell anyway doing it at a commercial level right yeah. so i think they're aware of that as well but yeah it's interesting Just see what happens with it really i don't know yeah. Like, yeah. it came out of like it's one of those things it came out of nowhere and it could quite easily just disappear out of the same way it came in so i'm just riding with it and yeah i'd swear but i might like it because it's just helped me so much. Love it. That's awesome. Yeah, I was just curious on how that all came together. <laughs> yeah. yeah, randomly. Yeah, that's life though, man. <laughs> it's so crazy. We'll be right back with the listener question for Benj right after this message from our sponsor. Just wanted to pop in here quick and let you guys know about our Patreon-only Developing Hang Nights. Now, we've done a bunch of these already. They're a ton of fun. We talk shop. We develop some film. We laugh. We also try to get a former guest for these. So if that sounds like something you're interested in, head over to patreon.com slash analog talk. Best way to support the show, guys. Thank you. All right, guys, this is the part of the show where we take a question from one of our listeners. And this week's question comes from born rival friends of the show and they hey ask what are some things outside of photography that help inform your aesthetic this is a good one i want to know yeah, i like this that is such a good question <laughs> oh wow um fashion i would say cool in a massive influence i um i've worked in fashion since i was well 16 whether mm-hmm. it was like selling clothes um my mom works in fashion um, oh wow it's like so it's like she was in your fashion- blood yeah, she was a fashion buyer. So I think a lot of the inspiration for what I like has come through. Not necessarily fashion, but just style. If we're going to like cover it. Mm. So like I'm really into architecture. Mm. Um, oh, cool. And just, like, things like that just look nice. Probably the uh, the main things. But yeah, it's just fashion answer is the only thing that helps create like my aesthetic try to think of where i get other inspiration from but it's just media like music videos i guess yeah that's cool um for any creative things i always go back to the music videos i've seen because to me like a music video is one of the most premium forms of something creative because mm. they get given a budget and they're like you can be as creative as you want with this and in terms of like it's usually older music videos, but I always think they're like ahead of their time in terms of what they're doing. So, mm-hmm. like you'll see some, you'll see CGI and elements like that in a music video before you'll see it in 
the newest Marvel film because that's where they test them to see if they Oh, work. sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. So, like, all the, like, AI, like, floating heads and stuff like that of people talking. Like, you'd be seeing that in music videos, like, two, three mm-hmm. years ago, and then you'll see it in a film that comes out this year or whatever. Yeah. So, I use them quite a lot. But, yeah, just fashion, just being into it. And I'm really minimal as well. I guess that mm-hmm. kind of helps um, in terms of what I own. I literally own my cameras and my laptop is like my only possessions I really care about. My passport mm-hmm. probably as well. So right. Go places. One. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. And just being quite, uh, there. like even with clothing as well, like I have a one in, one out policy. If I buy something new, like a new t-shirt, something has to go. Oh, like, that's a great policy. I wish I... Charity. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I do like set it, like give it to charity or um, try like sell it if I can't. If it's something a bit more like expensive or whatever, but I think fashion as its own thing can be so much like you could put a coffee on a table and it look nice, and people will be like, "That looks fashionable." Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Even though it's not fashion, it's not clothing. Yeah, it just has that look, which is why I just usually just say style. Like it has yeah. a the style fashion thing, which yeah. No. Do you use do you use do you use Pinterest at all? I would love to see like your Pinterest boards. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, I don't. Um, Pinterest, you'll get lost in Pinterest. Just, just mm-hmm. like collecting. Yeah. Like, I do that with like like spaces, like bedrooms or kitchens or. Yeah, I have looked into it, but it just was. I feel like you get lost in like, copy just copying. Mm-hmm. Um, with stuff like Pinterest. Because you'll see it and you're like, oh, I'm just going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. that's true. Hey, I use the, I actually don't really use anything, which is kind of weird. And it's like, I don't actively search for inspiration. I'll just see it. That's cool. And be like, oh, that's a cool element. And combine it. Quite a lot of it actually is, will be like paintings, which is weird. I'll just take things from different medias and like, like oh, that's cool. Yeah. Like, yeah, I like that. Even just like TV, like there's a shot in um, the new Lord of the Rings, like Amazon. Was mm-hmm. it Amazon Prime? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. There was like a shot in there where there were like hobbits walking through this like field. There's a really nice like leading line. None of it's that, none of it's real. Yeah. I'm like, oh, imagine if, imagine if that had a mountain behind it. Like, mm. yeah. That would be a cool composition to work with. So that's where I'd have, I'd like store that in the back of my head for future. But yeah. Yeah, it's a good answer, though. But. Yeah, no, it, it's funny because, like, it probably feels like that, but it totally makes sense. And I'm sure our listeners are going to be like, yeah, no, I get it. <laughs> no, it's yeah. clicking. It's clicking with me. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, give them the tough question. <laughs> we'll give you the tough questions. Okay, this is a two-parter. Two-parter. Yeah. What is your absolute favorite camera, your desert island camera? You can't live without it. What would it be and why? Um. It'd have to be the M6. Okay. It's such a bad answer, but... No. It's a good answer. It's the only camera I've ever used where I've not actually felt like it's in the way Mm. or an inconvenience to have it with me. Um, Like, I'm going to London next week and literally like part of the things I am packing is my M6 because I'll just be wearing it as part of... Yeah, yeah. My, my outfit you could say yeah um, it's an accessory it totally mm-hmm. is yeah 
And because you just never know what you're going to see. And I like that ability to just have it. Whereas even the Canon A1, which is a similar size camera, it was the, it's more the fact of like the range finder system on the M6. Mm-hmm. Like it's to the side of my face. I'm not like. Right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, so, it, and obviously when you're out with your friends, the last thing you want to be doing is standing there with this brick in front of your face, mm-hmm. separated yeah. from the moment. With the M6, a little range finding, it's like half your face is gone, but you can still, they can, like, if you're talking to someone, if you have your other eye open, you can still be looking at them or whatever, you know? Totally. But yeah, I don't know if I did. Yeah, M6, without a doubt. Good answer. Legendary camera. Mm-hmm. Yep, good answer. Yeah, if it's the other camera where if it broke, now I would go and buy a new one straight away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I would I would find the money to buy one. Like, yeah. yeah. I'd sell my Mini 7 to get another M6 if oh, wow. Damn. it broke. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. I yeah. do. Yeah. <laughs> I totally get that. Part two is are there oh. any cameras that you are lusting after? Any white whales, like something you've you you have dreaming of and can't get yet, mm-hmm. but you're like someday? Um I do this is I mean it's analog podcast, but it's my answer is not an analog camera. That's okay. It's actually Yeah. I'd love to get into the Leica digital system, the SL mm-hmm. system. Okay. Um, oh, the SL, cool. Just because of the color profile on it. Yeah. And how it felt. One of my friends, Adam, who's a fashion photographer in New York, I went and visited and he let me use his. It sparked that same joy in photography. Mm. Oh, great. Using that as my M6 did or my Canon A1 did when I started to shoot yeah. film. Just how it felt, how it... Guys, so it, when you, if you get it, you've used it, but when you shoot, the camera like pulses. And oh. It's almost like it's, it's almost like it's a, a living Whoa. thing. Whoa. Um, and the images he got off it, like, and like I got off it when I used his straight out of camera, I was as satisfied as I would be just getting film scans back. Wow, 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 like, wow, wow. Color profile wise, because you can do a lot in camera. So it'd be one of those ones where, well, I'd have to get someone to help me set up the color profile on it, but I feel like if it, if I got it set up, it's that would have to ever change it again, yeah. and I'd be comfortable using it. But yeah, okay. too. Like I the know. digital stuff is is so good, and I I definitely I mean I'd even take like a an M10, you know, give yeah. me some mold. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to play with. Yeah, I mean, even like M10, M11 is just insane. That that Dan Baker who asked that question, he's she was commercially on an M11. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. Yeah. Like shooting just like actual like TV adverts and proper commercials on Damn, a rangefinder, nice. which is just blows my mind wow. that he does yeah. that. But That's amazing. Crazy. <laughs> Love it. Good, Good answers. answers. Timothy, anything else? No, I think that was uh, great. Yeah, this has been, thank you for uh, ending your day with us, Benj. This has been fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're excited to yeah. see where the rest of your career goes. 100%. Um, you got, yeah. It's really good stuff. So where I can do. everybody check you out on Instagram and now on threads? Where are you on social? Where can people find you? Uh, my username is just benj.story on everything, I think. Amazing. Well, I'll say everything on Instagram and now threads. So yeah. oh, on YouTube as well. So I should slide that one in there. Yeah. Uh, 
yeah, that's it. Awesome. Timothy, where are you? Guys, I'm on Instagram and threads. I'm not I'm not plugging Twitter anymore. I'm done with it. Um, <laughs> well, for now, for two weeks, and then I'll be back on Twitter. But it's uh, at Timothy Makeups for both of those. I also have some YouTube stuff. Easiest way to find that. Go to the search bar, type in Timothy Makeups. You'll find a bunch of my stuff there. TimothyMakeups.com. Chris, where are you? So I am Crispy Photo on still all the things. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, just... That's it. <laughs> you know where we are. Uh, threads, Twitter, YouTube, totally. all, all the socials. Analog Talk Pod on Twitter, Analog Talk Podcast on Instagram. And I haven't set up the threads yet, but we'll we'll probably be doing that We'll, we'll today. be there. We'll be there. We'll be there. By the time you hear this, we'll be on threads too. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Bench, thank you again. Yeah. This has been great. Thank you for having Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye. All right, guys, that's it for the episode. First off, Chris and I would like to thank Benj for coming on the show. Benj, it was great getting to meet you, getting to chat, getting to talk all about your work and your photography, just getting to nerd out. It's our favorite thing in the world to do. And Benj, thanks so much for carving the time to hang out with us. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Guys, that's going to take us to Patreon. For only a buck, you can get the show two days early. We also have our Patreon-only develop and hang nights. We have a bunch of stuff in the archive, and like we always say, Patreon is the best way to support the show. For the patrons who already support the show, guys, we do not know what we would do without you. Thank you so much. Again, Benj, thanks for taking the time to hang out with us. Guys, we will see you next week with an all-new episode. Keep shooting. We love you. Later.